Hello, everyone, and welcome back um, to Black Goddess Healing and Manifestation. This is Dr. G, and I am here with our weekly topic. And uh, today we're actually going to start off with a healing, health, and meditation. As I stated in our previous episodes, I decided to separate our segments, and I think I might continue as such to keep our episodes brief, and I will still include uh, African spiritual beginnings, our intuitive readings, healing, health, and meditation, and and of course, our topic of, of discussion. So I will go with the flow and however spirit leads me is how we will deliver those, those, uh, you know, different segments. And so I did last week an intuitive reading uh, and as well as a topic of the day. And then I also went into um, our previous session uh, podcast. I went into African spiritual beginnings. And then today we are going to conclude with our health healing and meditation as well as our new weekly topic. And so today we're going to be starting with my book, The Five Dimensions of Life patterns and again you can find it on Amazon and you can search Phoenix Lee Graham the five dimensions of life patterns and I will also provide the link it's in the podcast description as well and so I would love for you to grab that that book you can also get um, you know electronic copy of it through Amazon or you can purchase the actual book and so I'm going to start off with a reading um, from chapter six, and then that is going to take us into a guided progressive relaxation session. And so uh, I mentioned before my definition of meditation, and I do believe when we do these activities that we are still in a meditative state. But for the most part, this would be more of a mindful practice when we're uh, really focusing on our senses. And today we're going to be focusing on our body, what we would call a our proprioceptive system. And so I'll I'll get into that in just a bit, but let me start with our first chapter, chapter six that we're going to talk about, and then we will go from there. Okay, this chapter is called The Dance, and I'm just going to read the introduction. Our life force depends on flow, movement upon rhythm, breathing, heartbeat, the circadian of sleep and wakefulness all depends on this life force. Our cerebrum produces a rhythm of oscillations reminiscent of the ocean. We flourish in the presence of indigenous cadence. Philosopher Alan Watts taught that everything is a rhythmic vibration with ebbs and flows. And I'm going to stop there for a second because I want you to really take this in as we're talking about vibration. And that's going to lead us into our uh, conversation for this week on vibration and raising your vibration. So I'm going to finish, but I just wanted to pause there for a second because this is going to be very important, not only to our our progressive muscle relaxation, but also to our topic. So um, there is always a rhythmic pattern. That is music, that is dance, 
that is our senses. If things were always constant, much would go unnoticed. All of our experiences which connect our bodies to our environment occur through sensorial stimulation of our receptors for sight, touch, smell, taste, hearing, movement, and internal processing. Stimulation only occurs through starting and the stopping of input. It is necessary. This connection between our body and the world depends on our actual wiring. The divine created us to be sensorial beings. Our bodies crave rhythm. Life has a rhythm. When the rhythm is challenged, so is our sanity. However, we rarely rarely notice the rhythm. What is noticeable is a sensation or alteration in the pattern. It becomes blaring and obvious above what was comfortable. That is when we seek the return of our rhythm. So what does that mean? So I'm going to stop right there. And that means for us that when our rhythm of our daily lives, of our rituals, are when it becomes um, disrupted, when challenges and obstacles come our way, that is when we notice this arrhythmia, this lack of rhythm, this lack of a pattern um, in our lives. And that's when stress, frustration, fear, anxiety arise. It is up to us to try to recognize the rhythm that is there in order to maintain it and also to have a plan to allow it to return when chaos ensues. But we also must recognize when, yeah, perhaps it's time for a different rhythm. Perhaps it's time for a different beat, a different song, a different way of living. And we need to acknowledge that as well. But in general, when you think about rhythm being a vibration, a pattern of vibration, that is life. And so later after we do our relaxation that we're going to go into um, just a bit, we are going to talk about that importance of vibration. Where is your rhythm? Is it low? Is it a low frequency? Or is it a high frequency? And how do we get to that higher frequency that's going to allow us to ascend, to be closer to the divine and closer to the intention of our soul's journey? Okay, so let's go into our progressive muscle relaxation. Um, I want you to get comfortable. If you're sitting in a chair, um, you could be at work actually sitting in your chair and still participate in this. I would not necessarily recommend it if you're operating a vehicle. Um, Some of it you may actually be able to participate in, um, but uh, safety first, of course. So I want you to be comfortable if you are at home or, you know, in in a private space, you can go ahead and lie down and um, lie your head on a pillow, however you desire. No rules here. The first thing I'm going to have you do is to take a deep breath through your nose, hold it, and gently exhale through your mouth. 
Do that one more time for me. Inhale through your nose, closing your mouth. And gently exhale through your mouth. And one last time, deep inhale through the nose. Gentle exhale through the mouth. Okay, now what I want you to do is with both hands, I want you to as tightly as you can make two fists. Fist your palms together, squeezing your muscles really tightly in your hands and your wrist and your forearm. I want you to bring those arms up and fold your arms, still squeezing your fist very tightly so you could feel it and your biceps squeezing tightly and then relax. Drop your hands, open your arms down to your side and you should feel the blood flowing. Relax your muscles as much as you can. Okay. And now I want you to take your shoulders and bring them up to your ears, squeezing really, really tightly. Hold it there as tightly as you can and relax your shoulders. You should feel your muscles relaxing after that tense squeezing of your shoulders as well as some of your neck muscles. And now what I want you to do is to raise your head up towards the ceiling and you're going to allow your neck muscles behind to squeeze tightly again the idea is to squeeze those muscles as tightly as you can holding it there and then relax lastly i want you to take your shoulder blades and squeeze them together so you're squeezing your back tightening those muscles as tightly as you can. Squeeze your muscles, squeeze them tightly, and relax. The idea here is that we have these things called receptors. They receive messages from your body to then send a message to your brain. And these receptors that are in your muscles are called proprio proprio receptors for your proprioceptive system. We know about smell, we know about touch and sound, and these are some things as a therapist that I teach and that I study, and we may not be aware of them, but they're very important. Your body is really the manifestation of what's happening in your mind. And so we have to be able to uh, relate to that, what's going on internally, by tapping into our nervous system, by doing these, these activities that relate to our senses. And one of the biggest ones is that proprioceptive system, your muscles and your joints and your body. And so this progressive muscle relaxation can help release some of those stress hormones and allow some of those positive good hormones to come in that help to relax your mind and your body allowing you to think straighter and also raising your vibration raising your vibration balancing out your heart rhythm your breath rhythm your circadian rhythm all those concepts we, we talked about in chapter six from the five dimensions of life patterns those are patterns that are naturally in our body that we can naturally tap into 
And that can be one of the first uh, components to your spiritual work, to meditation, and add that to your me- your meditation, your manifestation, okay? Because you first need to be in the right vibration to be able to receive, okay? Think about it as, you know, let's say you have this idea of gaining a promotion or a new job and you want to be a leader, you want to be a director or a supervisor. And in that desire, you um, have to present yourself as such. You know, let's say you go on an interview for such a job and you come in and you look disheveled and you're late and you are stuttering over the questions, not being able to answer them appropriately. Do you think that they're going to want to offer you a leadership position? Probably not. This is the same thing in life. Do you think that the divine universe, the creator, would want to give you this thing that you're trying to manifest if you're not presenting yourself as being ready, as already being there, as already being on the same vibration? Most likely not. And so um, with that, I do want to go ahead and um, read a little bit more in regards to um, manifesting and a vibration. Okay. And, and that's going to take us into our conversation for today. Okay. Manifestation. This is chapter eight. And I'm just going to read a short part of the introduction. What is it that you want out of life? Everyone has a vision for the future. Or we at least try to develop one. Some of us write down our desires. We make vision boards and develop a plan to obtain our desires. We try to put ourselves in positions to achieve our goals, such as interviewing for a specific position, going to school, or attending church to find a life partner. We set goals, pray, and hope for the best. All of those things are fine. They are all okay and justified, but something is missing. You have to align your energy, be in tune with your rhythm to have what you want. The ebbs and flows of your rhythm can challenge that very thing you desire. Imagine two waves colliding. Envision two songs being played together, having completely two different melodies and beats. Ultimately, everything would come to a halt. The same pertains to life. I've heard many recently speaking about manifestation. When exploring our inner power, we must include an examination of our energy, of our rhythm, and the patterns. Does the thing we want fit? Does it match? If not, you must find a way to alter your current condition. How should you feel, act, be if you were to have the things you desired. You must do that now. You cannot simply put it out into the universe. You must be in that universe and what you are projecting. If you are not present, how can you be there to enjoy what you have sowed? It is virtually impossible. Unfortunately, We miss this vital step. Sometimes we can actually influence what happens in our lives. 
we force our desires into an ill-fit placement into our current state. Then we sit back and wonder why that thing did not last. We place blame on everything external, continuing to to neglect the internal. So I hope you enjoyed that brief um, segment from our book, The Five Dimensions of Life. And there's so much highlighted in there. I know that I wrote this, but this is one of my favorite um, chapters because it really speaks to how to uh, get yourself in sync. It starts with being present. Be present right now. As we did that relaxation, how did it feel? Right? How did your body feel? Was it tense? Did you feel tightness in the back of your neck and your shoulders and your back that you may not have realized was there? If so, if you're operating in a stressful state, are you really present to receive those things that you're trying to manifest? Question that for yourself. If your rhythm and vibration is that of chaos and you're trying to manifest a sweet melody, is that going to work? You're out of sync. So it's up to you to try to first examine and analyze the internal before you try to manifest what's external to you. It needs to first be in alignment with you. And so how do we raise our vibration? How do we prepare ourselves for those things that we're trying to manifest? It's not easy, but the concepts are are pretty simple. You have to work at them, but there are some basic things that you can do. All right, here are just, I, I would say the the most important places to start in terms of raising your vibrations and it is what you see what you hear what you taste what you feel what you touch what's around you it is your senses your sensory systems are really direct connections to your vibration. We can actually measure your sense of touch, your movement, your sense of pain with vibration through some of our electronic devices that they use in neuroscience studies. When you read someone's brain patterns or you read their touch system, the result is a piece of paper that actually has ebbs and flows of waves on that sheet that shows you the activity in the body. That right there shows you your vibration, your pattern, right? If you're overreacting to stimulation, if you're underreacting to something, if there is, um, you know, a nice ebb and flow that occurs through your sensory system, that is a look into your body, to your neurology, and frankly, a connection to your soul, it allows us to see in if there's a disconnection with your soul. So what music are you listening to? Is it self-deprecating? Does it talk about females in a negative light? Um, does it promote um, activity that really doesn't align with your life, with your ethics? Is it empowering? Does it teach you to be strong and to walk in like a queen or does it teach you to bow down to 
uh, society's judgment on what you should be doing, how you should look? Does it focus too much on your sexuality that's imbalanced from your masculine energy? There needs to be a balance in what you're hearing as well as what you're seeing and what you're viewing. I personally, you know, I don't watch a whole lot of TV, but I will be honest. I love reality TV shows. So when I do watch, I may watch Housewives. I may watch um, shows of women that are in professional uh, positions, such as medical healthcare positions like myself, because I align with that. But sometimes when I'm watching and I start to see conflict, arguing, fighting, degrading other females, I actually have to turn away. I realize that my vibration, it starts, it starts to become in alignment with what I am viewing. That means I'm lowering my vibration. That means that I am setting myself up for negativity to enter for imbalance to enter, for me to be out of alignment with what I'm supposed to be doing and what I'm supposed to be focusing on. I know if I am eating the wrong things, if I am being gluttonous and taking in junk food, things that I cannot really even digest properly because you feel it, if I am drinking things in excess and I know this is not good for me, we know when our vibration is becoming lowered, when there is an imbalance of intake, when we are surrounding ourselves or ingesting things that don't serve us. We are out of alignment and our vibration is lowered. We need to first place ourselves where we want to be. Have you ever heard of dressing for the position that you desire, not the one that you have? Live in a way that you desire, such as, I don't care if you have a studio apartment and you really ultimately want to have a beautiful house that has five bedrooms and four bathrooms and acreages of land. Act as if you already have that. Because if you're not appreciating what you currently have, why the heck would the universe want to give you more? It's kind of like, you know, if you were to give a friend a gift and you, you know, you thought the gift was nice, it was fitting for them, um, you thought they would like it, it may not have been great, you didn't spend a whole lot of money on it, but hey, shouldn't it be the thought that counts? And you give it to them and they go, oh, okay, well, thanks, and they kind of put it to the side and you realize that they weren't appreciating it, then you probably would be reluctant to give them another gift, right? Or anything that would be you spending any more energy or time or money on certainly um, perhaps if they weren't appreciative of that gift and the thought then why would you put more effort into them what if that was the way that the universe worked I mean that in itself shows us that we need to be able to be present in the current moment as if we are living with that thing that we are bringing in highly important. Raise your vibration. There are certain frequencies of music, of sound that we could actually listen to that can help with that. And you can find those. I've been successful with with finding some great ones online. 
um, some videos that I even put on while I'm working. I know some people think it's interesting when they walk into my office, they feel like they're walking into a resort spa because I have music playing, I have my crystals on my desk, and it's very zen. But it's not so much about always about my relaxation. It's about me being in alignment, being present. That way I could focus on the goals at hand. Those that are in front of me and those that I'm trying to bring in. Same thing with the people that you're surrounding yourself with. You know when you're around someone with low vibrational energy. They may constantly have conflict in their life. They may constantly complain. They may have um, heartache. Nothing's going right for them. They may talk about people all the time right? And it's one thing for us to go through our stressors and to have friends to lean on. But sometimes we encounter what I would call energy vampires that just suck your ashe. And if you don't know what ashe is, listen to that bonus um, segment that I posted. Um, Your ashe, your, your energy, your power, and they try to suck that life out of you, especially if they know that you have this light about you, this high vibration, they will try to take that. And how do you match someone's vibration? Well, if you are low, you try to bring them down to your level of vibration so that you're aligning with them. So when they say misery loves company, that's true. It may not always be intentional. It's a feeling. It's a sensation of wanting someone to be in alignment with you. Whoever we're encountering, we want to feel and the same uh, vibration and pattern as they do. Otherwise, it doesn't feel good. Otherwise, it feels out of sync. Otherwise, it feels like you don't want to be in that same space. The chemistry is off. So what do you do? You try to bring their vibrational level to yours. For us, if we're operating at a higher vibration, we do the same. We try to bring others' vibrational energy up. And that's fine as well. How do we do that? By maintaining your vibration. By keeping your level of energy, by saying thanks but no thanks, I don't want to engage in that conversation, or I appreciate your feelings about this individual. But you know, how about we um, go grab a bite to eat? Are you hungry? Or how's it going with your mom? You know, she I haven't heard about her lately. Like change the subject, right? Change it to something that's going to bring them to a level that's going to help you maintain your vibration because that is going to be the magnet of the things that you are desiring in your life. There is positive and there's negative energy and likeness attracts likeness, right? So if you are operating at this low vibration, negative energy, the law of attraction, you will start to attract just that. You start to attract negative things. It starts to unravel, right? Um, It seems like one thing goes wrong. Everything goes wrong. You want the law of attraction to work in your favor. You want things to be going great. And then here comes more great things. Now, we did talk about how, yeah, challenges will come. That is part of the pattern, right? That is part of the pattern. But 
we'll talk about in another episode how to navigate that when that happens, how to have a different route, a different flight pattern. But for now, focus on raising that vibrational energy because, hey, let's say you start to ascend to a higher, higher, higher level of vibration that even when things go disarray and your vibration lowers, it's still not the lowest of the low that you can't pull yourself back up. It's still at a level that you could operate and bring in the good things out of this life. You want your baseline to be raised. You want your baseline to be higher. Raise that vibration. Start today. Listen to something that is positive, that is empowering, that is strong. Some of our female artists have great music that, you know, talk about us being queens. Start there. Listen to some beautiful rhythmic African drumming. The African drums are connections to our ancestors. Help That helps to raise your vibration. Start there. I hope that you take this in and that you appreciate this conversation. Practice your progressive muscle relaxation. Look it up online. There's other techniques that you can find. We didn't get a chance to go through all of them, but you can use that technique for your eyes, squinting your eyes, your eyebrows, raising your eyebrows, opening and closing your mouth, all the way down to your legs and your feet. Okay. So you can use it throughout your body. Do it at work. If you're feeling tense, um, do it when you come home. Make it part of your meditation and your practices so that you are raising that vibration. Eat well, right? Eat more vegetables, drink more water. I'm talking to myself as well. Okay, so that we can raise that vibration and bring in just complete joy and nirvana and pleasure in this realm. Thank you. And I will talk to you all soon. Take care.